Welcome to RLA's Message of the Week. This is week three, Keeping God's and Our Mentor's Instruction, in our new series, The Keys to Encouragement. So today I want to give you the third key to encouragement. If you remember the first week, I know um, um, we, some of us have like a rotation. Attendance has like a rotation. And so I know some don't get here to every service. But um, so I kind of want to just go over a little bit. So week one, we spoke about how the first key to encouragement is resolving and coming to terms with your past. If you remember that, we spoke about your past, about losing your past, about something that you lose and being able to come to terms with it so that you can move forward. And if we remember, we, uh, we read the scripture where God told Samuel, uh, your time of mourning has ended and now it's time to move on. Uh, that was week one. Uh, you can check out on the podcast. We have an amazing podcast director, Ronald Molina, a.k.a. Junior Molina. Um, and so, yes. Um, who just got hired by Apple, by the way. Can we give a shout-out to Junior? Junior. That's Junior right there. He's probably going to get at me after for putting him on blast. Um, but, yes, and so um, week two, we spoke about the second key to encouragement is focusing on what you have right now. That's what it was, focusing on what you have right now. Um, focusing on what you have, that the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it, where you take care of it. And that was uh, last week. And I'm excited for this week. This week, the third key to encouragement is keeping God's and our mentors' instructions constantly with us. And we've been going through the life of Joshua on these keys to encouragement. So if you have a Bible, can you go to Joshua chapter 1, please? Joshua chapter 1. How many know that people are in major need of encouragement nowadays? People nowadays, honestly, they will not really listen to a flyer about God, a, a postcard about God. They, the, one of the best ways you could show someone the life of God is a word of encouragement. And when people ask you, like, where did you get that from? Wow, so much encouragement, you know. You could tell them, that's when you could tell them, you know, God is my source of encouragement. And so encouragement is a big, big deal. And, and something I feel nowadays is there's a lot of chronic discouragement. It's not a lot of, you know, a lot of major things that hit people's lives. It's a lot of chronic like day-by-day day discouragement that starts eating away people's joy and people's courage. And so I really just be careful for this chronic encouragement, any little thing that, uh, discouragement, sorry, any little thing that puts you down. Um, I read an article recently that said burnout is not one person just, like one thing happening and you're getting tired. Burnout is a chronic, like, tiredness that leads you to burnout. And so... Um, yeah, so just keep an eye out for that. Um, so Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. Here we go. I'm excited. We're going to read this part. It says, be strong and very courageous. Say with me, be strong and courageous. Tell the person next to you, don't give up. Be careful to obey all. This, this is really, really important. This is kind of the point of the message. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. 
This is, the, this is super important. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn what? To the right or to the left. So Everyone turn with me to the right. Turn with me to the left. That's what you're not supposed to do, okay? <laughs> so that you may be successful wherever you go. How many, of you want, how many want to be successful wherever you go? It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Just kidding. I'm trying to be dramatic here. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Another key to constant encouragement is constantly having God's word and our mentors' word always on our mind. If we are to make it far in life, you must constantly be chewing God's instruction, God's word, and your mentors' word. There's some of us that we want God to speak to us, but only through God. And it's like God doesn't work that way. God speaks to you through other wise people. We must constantly be in communication with God and with our mentors. Any relationship is based on communication, right? A marriage without communication is a dead marriage. A marriage must constantly be in sync, constantly be connecting. Uh, that's why people, marriages, they grow apart because they stop communicating. I don't know if you knew this, but there's a statistic out there that marriages nowadays spend about three to five minutes in deep person-to-person -person communication. That's horrible. There must constantly, because you know there's like the communication of work, communication of duties, bills, communication of all these different things, but person-to-person -person communication, what they're saying, it's rare nowadays. We're being really bad at communication. We communicate better with the phone than with our own friends and our own loved ones. And so God communicates with us in many ways. His main way of communication is his, is his written word, is his, is, is his written word. But God also uses mentors to speak to you. You following me? That's why you need to get connected with wise people. It takes, it takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to raise a marriage. It also takes a village to raise a single person. It also takes a village to raise a, a, a dating relationship. You need mentors around you. There's people that are drowning and they're like, oh, God, where are you? And God's like, I've set wise people around you. Some of you, you need to get therapy, professional ears to listen to you. You following me? It's like going on a road trip. Has anybody been in Yosemite? Who's been in Yosemite? Yeah? Did you like it? Awesome. Um, it's like going to Yosemite. Have you ever gone on a trip and lost, like, GPS? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's scary. <laughs> I, I kind of have an internal GPS, so I know every, everywhere. Not playing. 
But there's people that you're on a road trip and you lose signal, right? That's why Google offers offline maps, right? To download it so you don't lose it, right? It's, that's kind of how living life is without your mentors. That's kind of how living life is without God's word constantly with us, is losing signal on a road trip. Now, I want to ask you something really, really important. Say, tell the person next to you, wake up. I want to ask you this question. Whose voice is in your head the most? Whose voice is in your head the most? All of us have voices in our heads that talk to us, that guide us, that lead us, that question us. We all have voices in our heads. The question is not if you have voices in your head. The question is whose voice is in your head? Whose voice is the loudest? Like, for example, there's married people that the loudest voice in their head is their mom's voice. And it's like, no, 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 no. You need to turn the volume down on those voices. Whose voice is loudest in your head? All life is about whose voice is loudest in your head. Whose voice? Some of you, it's your favorite YouTuber. Some of you, it's your favorite celebrity. There's people that they have the wrong voices as the loudest voice. Some, it's what your boss, what would my boss say? What would my boss do? And it's like, you're at home. Like, relax. It's okay. Like, turn it down. Turn that voice down. Wise people know how to raise and lower voices in their heads. I don't know, uh, Kaylee and I, we're re-watching one of our favorite uh, shows called Dexter. And, um, and just want to give a disclaimer, it is not a children's show. Um, and this show is really, really good. And what's interesting is that Dexter, it's, a, it's based on this character named Dexter. And he has, like, he's, he ha it's a very interesting, like, plot, and it's like a genius story. And the thing is that he got trained by his dad on how to manage his desires. How to manage his desires. There, and the crazy thing, there are eight seasons and the dad is dead in one through the whole show, but he appears like every other second. And what it shows is, if we could prepare the, the clip, and what, what shows is how Dexter still has his dad's voice in his head from beginning to end. And I want to show you guys an example. Let's play it now. This is a great, okay, we're giving a hand to Dexter, okay. <laughs> you really like that scene, okay. Um, so this is a great illustration about how we have certain voices in our heads. Even though they're not with us, we still have these voices in our heads. What would mom say? What would dad say? What would my boss say? Oh my gosh, what would they say? What would my pastor say? You know, and the key is we have to have the right voices in our heads as the loudest and the other voices, we have to bring them down. So whose voice is loudest in your head? Whose voice is loudest? At even, I love scripture. Scripture, at the end of the day, the Bible is asking you, whose voice are you going to listen to at the end of the day? Whose voice do you listen to? And so if we could reread what we read in Joshua chapter 1, verse 7 says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law 
always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful in everything, uh, to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. You must, and, and I want to give you a new tweak to this, to this usual word. And if I, I want to explain to you a little bit about the word law. The word law in Hebrew, it doesn't mean this cold law. What it means is instruction. It means personal teaching. It means mentorship. So when, when God says to Joshua, Keep this book of the law always with you. What, what, what is he saying? He's saying, in other words, keep this instruction that God gave you and that Moses gave you constantly on your mouth. You following me? When we think of law, we think of this picture. Can we put it on the screen? When we think of law, we think of this law in the Bible. That's not what scripture is talking about. That's part of it, but that's not what scripture is talking about. When God's word says law, it's more the next one. It's more something like a coach, more like an instruction, more like a guidance. You following me? It's, and and this, other, this other example, like a personal trainer. And so when God says, keep the law always with you, in other words, God is saying, what I've in, the instructions I've given you, always be thinking about them. The instructions your mentors give you, always be thinking about it. Always have it in your mouth. God's word, in the, and I love it because the Hebrew word for law, it's broad. It's, 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 more, it's about all sorts of things in life. The, the thing about, like some people, they think God only wants to help them spiritually. Did you know that's not true? God doesn't just want to guide you spiritually. God also wants to guide you relationally, emotionally, mentally. You following me? Some people are like, I want God to come in my life because I want a better spiritual life. That's not how God is. God's instruction for our lives must affect everything that we touch. God doesn't want to improve your spiritual life. God wants to improve your work life. God wants to improve your family life. God wants to improve. His law is not this cold law that we slam on people when they're in trouble. God's law is an instruction that covers so many things. It's more of a personal instruction. It's more of a guidance, a personal guidance. And so now I want to share with you the two voices that you need constantly be thinking about it, constantly chewing, like chewing gum, constantly chewing on it. If you're not into the gum, if you're like the whole, I don't believe in gum, I believe in mints, then the mint that you're constantly having in your mouth, this is, these are the two voices you must have in your head. And can I be honest with you? When you get when the married couples that are here, you need to be very careful whose voice you're listening to. Because many times we're listening to the wrong voices. And as couples, you both need to know whose voice each other is listening to. And if you're single, you need to start learning how to control certain volumes of voices in your head. 
And so I want to give you the two voices that you need in your head. Number one, you need God's instruction in your, in your head. Say with me, I need God's voice in my head. Exactly. The most important voice in your head should be God's voice. That's the most important one. You need to know his word, what he says. And I love it. Why? Because in scripture, he's called the ancient of days. In other words, he's called the oldest one, the most experienced one. That means that the life that you're living right now, he knows exactly how that is and how to live that. He has experience. God is like also like that old person sitting on, in a way, he's also that old person in the rocking chair that has gone through every experience and can tell you everything about life, can tell you the ins, the outs, how this works, how that works, how conflict works. He is the most experienced one. He's called the ancient of days in scripture because he knows what life is about. You need his voice constantly in your head. I love it because someone in a long, long time ago, his name is Augustine, he said this about God. God is unchangeable yet always changing. Never new, yet always new. What does that mean? That means that God knows everything. So you need to have his voice constantly in your head. Because you know why? Because constantly having God's voice in your head is going to be renewing you. It's going to be refreshing you. Renee, I'm too busy. Then you need to make time. You need to make time to get God's voice loudest in your head. You know, you know something, and I wasn't planning on sharing this, but you know something, many of us, we easily get lost in the flow of, of, of busyness. Nowadays, everybody, what do they say? Oh, I'm busy, oh, I'm busy, and I'm busy, and I'm busy. But you need to make time for your healthy relationships. You need to make time to spend time with your spouse. You need to make times to build relationships. You need to make time. Health is not automatic. You really think your life is going to get healthy on its own? No, you need to work hard to get healthy. Health is not automatic. You know what is automatic? Getting fat is automatic. <laughs> Staying on the sofa, doing nothing, doing whatever you want, that's natural. Health is not natural. Can I get an amen? And I wasn't planning on sharing this, but it's true. Because some people were like, well, I don't have time to listen to God's voice. Well, you need to make time. You need to literally turn something off that is non-essential and go listen to somebody's voice that is essential. You need to get creative. I don't have time to spend with my wife or my husband. Well, you need to make the time. You need to create time. God made you after his image, and you are a creator, too. Creator. <laughs> How can you create space and time to listen to the right voices? Maybe it's in the car, but you need to find a way of getting the right voices in your head. Somebody once said that our ears and our eyes are the windows to our soul. 
Be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you see. Because whatever you see most, whatever you hear most, that's what's going to be loudest in your head. If I could suggest to you, you need to have a diet, steady diet of God's word. You know, nowadays, there's apps that actually send you scriptures to your phone. Maybe you got to do that. (laughs) But you need to ingest God's word in you some way, somehow. Can I give you a little, like, Bible nerd kind of fact? Yeah? Can I? Okay. I want to give you three examples of what the Bible is like. The Bible is like Jesus, fully divine and fully human. Okay? It's full of God's whisper and voice and also so real and relatable. Second, the Bible is like an orchestra. There's different sounds in the Bible, but the Holy Spirit is the conductor so that it can make sound and it could be music for you. You following me? So the Bible is like Jesus, fully divine, fully human, fully from heaven and also fully relatable. Two, it's like an orchestra. And three, the Bible is like a dictionary because it defines who God is. It defines who we are. It defines our past. It defines our future. And it defines our present. This is why somebody once said the two most important books in the world is the dictionary and the Bible. Because one defines words and the other one defines life. That's why it's important to have the right voices in your head. Let me, let me not, not go too far. I, I got to start landing this thing. Let me not go too far. Whenever something bad happens at work, where do they go? Where do you go? HR, right? <laughs> Someone said Jesus. Okay, I like that. All right. You're, you're being very, okay. Um, and HR, where do they go for their ultimate authority? Where? They are, no, 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 but where do they go? Like, they, they go somewhere. The CEO, no, but, but I'm, I'm trying, I'm connected to the Bible here. Um, where, where do they go? Like, where, what do they have? Yes, they're books, they're folders. Someone said Toby. No, they don't go to Toby. They go to a binder, exactly. Every place we go has an authority. Every place we go has an authority I would strongly suggest that our ultimate authority should be scripture. The bedrock. Did you know that the Ten Commandments are written in stone in the Supreme Court of the United States? Did you know that? Scripture is a big, big deal. And the second voice you need to have in your head are mentors. Not the mentors. Mentors. You need to have mentors in your head. People you're meeting at least once a month. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? There, a lot of robots are talking today, huh? Phones are speaking up. Can I, and I, I haven't shared this with, uh, actually in public. All of a sudden it got quiet. <laughs> I strongly believe pastors, church leaders, or leaders of any organization should go through therapy. Because 
if the pastor is pastoring a lot of people, who's pastoring the pastor? You know what I mean? Some of you need to have, need to go through therapy. Some, yeah, some of you, you need to have mentors. Some of you are like, I don't, I can't afford therapy. Well, find someone to unofficial therapy you. (laughs) You need to find mentors that are walking with you. You need to have them in your head, in your, in, in, you need to have them constantly. No, I I don't want to. Then, then you're going to have the same voices that have been haunting you over and over. They're going to dictate your life. But you know what we do? We stonewall and we don't listen to anybody. Can I tell you something? Stubborn people will end up lonely people. People that don't listen to anybody, that only listen to what they want to listen to, they end up alone. But if we want to be people that are going to be, even scripture said it, want to be successful wherever you go, you need to be able to listen to the right voices. And you got to break that stonewall mentality. God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen. Listen. Listen to the pros. Listen to the experts. Listen to your mentors. That's why, and we're just barely taking initiative in this, but we're going to be really pushing to mentor other people. We're going to be really big on it because we're serious about the voices that are in your head. Kaylee and I, we've spoken to so many marriages that literally who guide their marriage is not them or is not God. It's parents. And it's like, no, like you need that voice to tone it down. Not like mute it completely. Some parents, you need to mute their voice completely. But some, it's like, no, just bring it down a little bit. It's a little too loud. And bring this voice a little, a little louder. If I could close and finish, you need to be like a mixer, like a sound mixer, you need to be able to have the right voices tuned up and tuned down. Are we clear? One of the key ways to having encouragement is keeping God's voice and our mentor's voice. All right? With that being said, can we all stand up, please? I feel like the TV screen is like telling us it's time to move. (laughs) (laughs) God's instructions, your mentor's instruction. I want to ask you that question. Whose voice is loudest in your head? If you say my voice is the loudest, I would tweak that one a little bit lower. I would bring it down the volume on that one. Your voice is important. Don't get me wrong. But I think we need to have God's voice loud too. We need to have our mentor's words loud too. Whose voice is loudest? Who's the one controlling you? Who's the one calling your shots? On behalf of our church, we want to thank you for listening to this week's message. RLA is a biblical grassroots church located in South Los Angeles. We are a community who is here to restore the hurting, anxious, and those discouraged by religion. We hope to have you back next week.